0: When you understand your numbers, then the business strategy, messaging, branding, and visibility that you need to grow your business fall into place. Welcome to the Bizology Soundbites podcast, directing you to your business treasure map through the power of numerology. Here is your host, Joe Soli. Hello and welcome to episode number 33, which is a master number of the Bizology Soundbites podcast. You are not the number next to you. Why compatibility of numbers in business is a real thing. So, I say this a lot when I speak to my clients about the compatibility of their numbers. You are not the number next to you. So, compatibility is a real thing in numerology. Some numbers will naturally vibe with others, some numbers will connect on a deeper level with others, some numbers will energetically vibrate better with others. And this transfers over to Bizology in terms of your relationships with your team, your business partners, your clients, your community, etc, etc. And in life, you know, your personal relationships, your family and your friends. But it's important to say This doesn't mean you can't work or get on with or be in a relationship of any form with some numbers. It just means when you understand the compatibility of your numbers, you can then appreciate why you may approach things from a different viewpoint and then in turn give others and the relationship itself a bit of a break. So let's take the phrase at sixes and sevens. When we say this, it suggests that someone feels at odds. And this is why you're not the number next to you. Because six is about people, connection, love, togetherness, family, relationships, responsibility, the nurturer, the parent. Seven is about self, learning, seeking, thinking, asking, questioning, analysing, research and development. The seeker, the thinker. So six as a life path and an energy loves to connect with others and seven needs their own space. So then you can feel at sixes and sevens. Because this is an idiom used to describe a condition of confusion or disarray, and the two numbers are very different. So, when we know we're a life path six, for example, and somebody else is a life path seven, and you're not the number next to you, then we can work with instead of against these energies. So, what I'm going to do now is take each number so you can appreciate what each number will need like the key indicators to bear in mind when working with this life path number. So life path number ones have great ideas in business. So, you know, it's great to work with a one for innovation. They will really need independence in their relationships. They hate being told what to do. And they can sometimes be a bit self-centered and stubborn. But if you know this, if you've got one in your team or your clients or your friends and family, then you can work with this instead of against it. And it helps you give Life Path 1s a little bit of a break. It goes a lot deeper with regards to how certain numbers get on with certain numbers, but this is a starter for 10. So life path twos, they have a lot more patience than a one. They're a lot more sensitive than a one. It's the sensitive, one is the leader. So they will want to compromise. They enjoy partnerships of all kinds. Ones don't really. And They can sometimes be a bit too sensitive and too emotional, but it's about balance and harmony in business. So you're not the number next to you. One is not like that at all, but two is. So I've got quite a lot of twos in my life. So I can, I understand what they need. I don't necessarily need those things, but a two will. And then again, in contrast You're not the number next to you. Life path threes will want communication. They love to engage. They like to be very social. They like to lead from the front. They are there's a book in them. They're here to put their word into the world. They can take to heart what you say because they're the number that care what other people think. And they can be quite critical of other people at times a little bit sarky and then on the flip side to that four you're not the number next to you how many times i'm going to say that (laughs) um but four is about working super hard so they can graft i'm born on the fourth of the fourth i can graft they can be inflexible they can be controlling So they can sometimes be a bit serious, they can can sometimes be a bit rigid. So when you know a 4 and make sure it's not a 22, then you'll need to, you know, inject a bit of fun into their lives and tell them to lighten up a bit. Which is complete opposite from the 3. And then again, four being structure, control, routine, and system. Five is not like that at all. Fives don't need that. Fives can't be tied down. Five is about adventure, freedom, expansion, and growth. They need freedom. They want freedom to do their thing. Last-minute plans work really well for a five. Life is never boring, with a five but they're normally late and it's all about last minute changes which is not four and then again the opposite end of the spectrum six is the nurture of the parent six is all about relationships community connection relationships and people are really 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 important to them responsibility is their middle name they take a lot of responsibility in relationships so they have to make sure that you know we have to make sure our relationship with a six life path is balanced it's not one-sided But then a five is not about responsibility at all. It's about like suck it and see and doing things on the hoof. So then this comes to the whole at sixes and sevens, because I've just explained what sixes will need and how to manage your relationship with a six. So with a seven... They will need space and time out. Sometimes you're not really with a seven. A one needs space and time out, but a seven needs to learn. They need to seek. They need the space in order to do this. They're quite private. So time is required with a seven to manage the relationship and, you know, they need time to trust you. And then seven you know they're quite happy on their own they're quite private and secret and it's it is about mysticism and knowledge whereas 8 they nail it in business they intuitively know what to do and they're very dynamic their month their life is about money success wealth so 7s are brilliant if you know you need somebody on the team for thinking and seeking and research and development and getting under the bonnet of the car. But eights are good in the team if you're looking for a salesperson or um, somebody for that CEO energy. Eights can be hypercritical of self, uh, but they're strong. And so they're, they're great to be around. Every number's great to be around, but we can use them in different ways. So eights about that goal setting quality um, energy high standards professional they will be they can nitpick a bit but nines are here to help others and then from this place then they help themselves so nines are great at vision nines are great at the bigger picture boundaries are really important for a nine, because they overgive. So we have to make sure that, you know, they don't. But they can be dramatic. They can be emotional because they're big characters. So then we can give them a bit of a break. So before we look at the master number and um, how to manage your relationship with them, I just want to touch on one and nine because one and nine is really successful even though ones have to make their life about them and nines have to make their life about other people their skills and their talents complement each other really well so you've got that creative flair that innovation that dynamic energy of the one life path and the nines even though I said you know dramatic and emotional they are strong quite strong characters big characters so ones want to succeed no matter what's going on and then nine has this compassion and honesty and they achieve quite a lot together (laughs) a lot of my uh, good friends are nines a lot of the you know men in my life have been nines because they're both strong-willed and we can be confrontational but They do give each other that independence and space. And then when you've established those roles, then you get that balance. So, yeah, nine and one does work really well together. It's like a completion of a cycle, you know, going deeper. Other numbers will have that connection. Other numbers will have that relationship with each other. That's what I do one to one. So... 11s are very inspirational, 11s are very illuminating, this is what they bring to the table, but it can be intense. In a personal year at 11, it's emotional, it's intense and this is what it's like to be an 11 all the time. So this needs to be taken into account with your relationship with somebody who's working with 11 energy. And then again, 11 is a light. It's God's source theorems, cosmos, magic, and 22 is a fire. So 22s are here to change the world one person at a time. They're here to leave their stamp on the world. They see things like 11s, but quicker than any other number. They've got a huge energy to work with. But they will go 100 miles an hour and they can sometimes take um, a sledgehammer to their situation. So so like I said, it goes a lot deeper, uh, how a one gets on with a three, how one connects with a five, how one connects with a seven, an eight, etc. How a two connects with a eleven, how a two connects with a four, how a two connects with a six. And when we understand this, we find it, a lot easier to be on the same page with some people than with others and harmony and conflicts exists this is um, another thing I'm going to do a podcast on soon but you can be sixes and sevens within yourself you can have conflict within yourself If you've got conflict within yourself and you work with another number, the energy of that number can shine certain lights on part of you. But if you're aware of this, then you can pay more attention to your relationships. So I know that my nine relationships um, with my nine life paths, you know, work well. But I know that sometimes my relationships with the two can be tricky because you're not the number next to you and for instance for example a five is a little bit tricky for a one as well because five wants that freedom and change and one wants you know to forge ahead with uh, its ideas so um i do go a lot deeper with this in my one-to-one sessions and it goes a lot deeper as well looking at how in sync your personal years are one thing i do do is go into people's teams and uh, show the compatibility of teams highlighting where deeper attention to the relationship in teams is needed which is really important because then again it's like oh my god yeah you are really like that and then um, you know you see light bulbs go on in people when they understand that there are two which is intuitive and sensitive and somebody else is a three and they don't stop talking like I've said you can give each other a bit of a break but also give yourself a break with regards to how you approach the relationship so team's Going deep on your compatibility, looking at how in sync your personal years are, are all things that I do uh, one-to-one and you can book your discovery call with me um, in the link in the show notes. Until next time, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Bizology Soundbites podcast, where knowing your numbers increases your numbers. If you have enjoyed listening, please do let me know by leaving a review. And don't forget to subscribe on your favourite podcast platform. You can also download my free guide, Discover Your Life Path Number, at joesoli.com. And I would love you to follow me on my social platforms at joesolibizology. Thank you for listening, and until the next episode.